A final meeting in Washington where Congress was set to verify the results of the U.S. presidential election was marked by violence and unrest, forcing some government buildings to be locked down. Congressman Andy Levin is a Democrat representing Michigan's 9th Congressional District. He spoke with WDET's Alex McLennan this afternoon as a mob breached the U.S. Capitol. Oh, it looks like she closed it. See if there's a door. Sorry, Alex. I'm, I'm my build, The Cannon House office building was evacuated, so I'm uh, I'm uh, uh, more bunky in with uh, Representative Slotkin here, <laughs> um, and I'm trying to make sure we don't bother her when I talk to you. Uh, so her, her office is in a different building that has not been evacuated. So. All right. Yeah, that was uh, that was going to be my first question was uh, what they got you doing and where you were. So can you walk me through the uh, timeline? Uh, what's the order of events been here as they've played out uh, over the last hour or so fr from your perspective? Well, the the joint session got underway. Uh, the uh, some of the, uh, you know, conservative the, the rump. Republicans who are going outside of constitutional democracy objected to the Arizona electors, so uh, they we split into the two houses. The Senate went back to its chamber. We went to ours, and you need to know that it's not we, all of us. There's only – for COVID safety, we're only supposed to have – actually 11 from each side in the chamber. And one of the issues in that joint session was that, like the whole Senate seemed to come over. But um, in any event, uh, so they went into, we went into our separate chambers and we began debating the Arizona thing. And meanwhile, though, these uh, protesters, the, the, the president told his people to go storm the Capitol and that's what they've done. And they've breached the security and they are, some of them are outside, but some of them have gotten inside the Capitol complex, and they're walking around in Statuary Hall and elsewhere um, here, you know, in the Capitol complex. And so Donald J. Trump is trying to undertake a coup d'etat, essentially, here. And, you know, we're not going to let him. In in your time in Washington, is there anything else that you've seen uh, like this? I, I know you just mentioned that, uh, well, well, it is is a byproduct of Trump uh, egging on his supporters, but is there anything that you've seen in your political career that you can compare this to? I, I have not. I, um, you know, I have worked on human rights in other countries. I was in China during the Tiananmen Massacre. I was in the city of Chengdu on January 4th, 1989, and thereafter, and I watched situations there. I was been in Haiti uh, after democracy was overthrown there, and I, you know, traveled around Haiti and interviewed people in hiding. I mean, this is really we are here defending the very idea of democracy that we voted, that the votes were counted, that. Everybody eligible to vote was able to vote. Nobody not eligible was not able to vote. Truthfully, there's not one scintilla of evidence that there was any problem with this election, and Trump lost it. And so this is – what we're seeing is something outside the bounds of democracy. And my Republican colleagues who've gone along and gone along and gone along with Donald Trump as he has told lie after lie and encouraged people to be violent. This, they are reaping 
the poison fruit that they have sown. And this is a very sad day for American democracy. But on the other hand, I'm still fully expecting that it's going to be a day when democracy holds. And if there is one uh, maybe positive that that can be taken from this, it's that not all Republicans are are unilaterally supporting the notion uh, of of overturning the election result. Um, Is there anything that can be gleaned from that, or do you think it's too little, uh, too late from from those representatives? No, I I think that, look, we are a two-party system. We need to have multiple parties. I don't want there to be a one-party rule of my party or anything like that. And so, what? Oh, boy. Alyssa's sharing some of her gas masks with us. I guess they just um, get the – I'm not sure what she's saying. Maybe the police in Statuary Hall um, in order to clear it. Okay, so we're hearing that they are um, they've put used tear gas to clear statuary hall, and and just so you probably don't have a picture of this, Alex, but I'm over <laughs> I'm over in one of the house office buildings, so there nobody's tear gassing here. I've I've tasted tear gas quite a number of times in my life. Um, it's not fun, but um, so anyway. Uh, let, let me regroup about your question. Right. So, so thoughts on not all Republicans wanting to uh, overturn the election result? From what I understand, John Molinar is refusing to go along with this attempt to overthrow democracy. Fred Upton, Peter Meyer, I believe, is refusing to go along, speaking of Michigan. There are certainly Republicans who are uh, not going along with this. Look, I... No one has a greater distaste for Mitch McConnell than me, but I am grateful that he's been on the Senate floor saying that we cannot go along with this. So I don't even think a majority of senators will vote to support these uh, objections. Alex, there is simply no chance that any of these objections are going to be sustained. On January 20th, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will become the president and vice president of the United States. But the question is how much damage to the fabric of democracy will linger from this flagrant attempt to undo an election. Congressman Andy Levin is a Democrat representing Michigan's 9th Congressional District. He spoke with WDET's Alex McLennan.